0: Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the podcast. Here's a sneak peek of the show. We should just go ahead and just change the actual name of the award. The Player of the Year Award, as opposed to the Most Valuable Player. That's fair. Because if you say someone who's the Player of the Year, that means who's having the best season this year. Right. And that could be a different person each year. So I think if they do that, say, hey, this is the Player of the Year then everything else gets thrown out the window
1: yeah but then what are people going to chant at the free throw
0: line though p-o-y <laughs> p-o-y they can chat that it'll take a while to catch on yeah i don't know i don't know that's going to catch on too well you're tuned into the new channel sports podcast the ultimate sports talk podcast Welcome to another episode of the new channel sports podcast. You're on with O What's going down, Trey? Not not much, man. I'd like to say, what's up to Cowboy Nation and Laker Nation? We're back, baby. I don't know about all that, but anyway, NBA awards the other night. I was thoroughly surprised.
1: Me too. I
0: I really, really was. I really didn't know what to ex-
1: expect. Right. So why were you surprised?
0: I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to say lame. I just thought it was going to be boring. But it it was pretty entertaining. I have to admit, it was pretty entertaining. I'm um, watching Russell Westbrook up there giving that emotional speech. Bill Russell accepting the Lifetime Award, and just the whole presentation in part. It just it was entertaining to me. It was. I mean, could you
1: really expect to have Drake, who is, I mean. Let's I see. know that's your boy right there,
0: Drake.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I don't dislike Drake. How about okay, that? Okay, okay, okay. But I mean when you have that TNT crew up there as well. Right, right. I mean, come on. I mean it had to be it had to be entertaining. I thought some of the skits were a little, you know, dull any
0: any award show has <laughs> yeah. those, you know.
1: But I think overall, I thought that I thought the NBA and did did well. But the, since this was their inaugural one, I think they could only go up from here and it wasn't as bad as I think a lot of people thought it was gonna yeah, be.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every every sports league kind of have these problems trying to do certain things a certain way. You know, you have an the NFL, they have the, I think it's the All-Star Game is it called? Or is that, the, or is that what are they call it? The called Pro Bowl. It? The Pro Bowl, that's what right. they call it. And, you know, they have a problem, they kind of switch it back and forth between after the Super Bowl or before the Super Bowl and people are not really interested in that. In the MLB, they have their All-Star Game and now they have it to where the winner has home field advantage that's in the right. World Series. So they're always trying to find a way to make these little all-star or NBA award kind of things interesting to people. and I, I think the NBA, they're onto, onto something, you know. It keeps us talking about the NBA as well this far down into the, the year as, you know, I, mean, I know free agency is still going on, and we're still talking, talking about that, but I enjoyed it. Right. I did. I think the NHL has like the NHL honors or something like that that they do as well,
1: and I think the NBA, you know, is kind of piggybacking off of that. I think whatever the NBA could do to stay relevant, works. You know, think about it. When the season ends, shortly after that, you're going to have the, the draft. And during the playoffs, to keep people interested, they have the draft lottery, the NBA finals, you're going to have the draft, you're going to have these, this award show. And then next week or this weekend, free agency starts. And that's going to take up the sports world, I mean, for, you know, a good portion of July. I think they stay relevant. And the next thing you know, September comes around and they're back in a training camp. So I think it's smart by the NBA to to, to keep us on their mind.
0: Imagine a year where you have two MVPs and you don't really know who's going to win until going to this award show. That's going to even make it more interesting. Um, but it does make me feel like maybe they should make the MVP award go into the playoffs as well.
1: You know, that's a very good point. And, and last night I thought about it. And had we not had an award show, I'm positive positive if we would have just had blind voting no award show presentation or anything like that there's no doubt in my mind that there would have been co MVPs. i guarantee you that because it strictly would have been by writing they could have put that however they want to but in an award show format you're not going to be able to invite two people up there and accept the award i think it kind of made them award some uh, Russell Westbrook the MVP, James Harden could have easily won the MVP in my opinion, and that hurts me to say that. Thinking of oh, my Choke goodness. City, but oh uh, my god! <laughs> but I think that ha- they made, they made them do that, and I think if you ended the season, if you ended the award at the reg- end of the regular season. I still think Russell Westbrook is the MVP. But didn't
0: honestly, they vote? Didn't they vote at the end of the season? Though? Yes. So it was already in, pretty much.
1: Okay. Pretty okay. much. So they. So I think that's something that's up for debate, and I'm curious to hear what your thoughts about that. I don't know that it makes sense to have a regular season MVP, and I've heard all kinds of stuff. Uh, I've heard people even on sports center mentioning maybe you have a regular season MVP and then the m- most valuable player of the year or uh, maybe having them a little bit different um, awards. I'm not sure that that. I'm not sure. I don't that think that's gonna sense.
0: work either. I, I like it the way it is. Have a regular season award. If you go to the finals and you perform well in the finals, then you have your finals MVP. I, I can't see it being different because the playoffs and the regular season, they are separate, you know. Right. And then you get awarded by winning in the playoffs anyway. I can't see it to where you have an MVP of the regular season and an MVP of the playoffs.
1: Well, you saw – I don't know if you saw Enos Cantor's tweet, uh, Twitter account and uh, – he tweeted, uh, no, 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 you're the real MVP to, to Russell Westbrook. And I think it was kind of like a jab at Kevin Durant but and, and maybe in his speech. But I, LeBron James could probably be the MVP every single year. Right. What Westbrook was able to accomplish this season, I think, would make him the MVP. In my personal opinion, if I had a vote, uh, he would have been the MVP no matter what. But someone like Steph Curry – the the playoff series or the playoff I don't know the year in the playoffs Kevin Durant had would have easily pushed him up that totem pole but he wasn't even mentioned as an MVP and you think about it the the Warriors won sixty seven games and he was and he missed nineteen games he didn't play in nineteen games and granted they went on a thirteen game winning streak during that time but and and they and he and he wasn't even mentioned for MVP but I don't know if it doesn't make sense to... I mean, you could play devil's advocate and say, hey, you know what? Why don't we have a regular season MVP? And I know you have a finals MVP, but then have an overall
0: player of the year. Could those people be different in your opinion? No. It makes it confusing to me. I'm not going to lie to you. In the season, I thought it was James Harden. James Harden was MVP to me for a very, very long time. Maybe the last month of the season... I switched over to Russell Westbrook as thinking he was the MVP. Then you take that out of the equation. Let's say, like you say, they go into the playoffs and they decide that they want to you know, make an MVP of the playoffs. We're not even saying an MVP. You're using a different um, wording for it, right? You're using MVP for the season. What did you say for the playoffs? And then player of the year. Player of the year. So that means you're going to take into account what happens if, it's, let's say, Russell Westbrook terror, goes on a tear during the playoffs and during the regular season. He would be the player of the year and the MVP? That's a good
1: question. That's why I think that it's fine. I agree with you that it's fine the way that it is. But just thinking outside the box a little bit, does the MVP have to go
0: to the best player on the best team? Does it have to? Well, the MVP is the most valuable player. Mm -hmm. That's That's what it is, right? And Russell Westbrook, to me, is the most valuable player to his team. You take Russell Westbrook off that team, OKC doesn't make the playoffs.
1: OK, so take LeBron James off of Cleveland.
0: Cleveland's eighth seed, maybe eight, seven seed.
1: But do they make it to the Western I mean, Eastern Conference Finals or better yet, the NBA Finals? No, they don't. Uh, and I'm, I'm not even sure that they're in eighth seed if, if he if he's there. Kawhi Leonard, take him off of the Spurs. Look, what the happened. Spurs,
0: the Spurs still go to the playoffs. I think they're still competitive. That's because of Greg Popovich. Do they win the playoff series? I think they could. With Greg. But I do think the biggest drop-off, if you take a particular player off their team, is Russell Westbrook. You take Russell Westbrook off that team, OKC, they could even be a lottery team to me. They have no other weapons on that team. They have no other players on that team. So
1: Cantor, Adams, O No,
0: negative, negative. None of that? None. None of that. No. They're
1: not going to do anything. I'm not—I mean, I I love— Westbrook, I really do. In fact, I hope he joins Laker Nation pretty soon too. But I just think not going to happen. I just think that the playoffs kind of get overlooked, and even in the you know, I don't think it's just an NBA problem though. In the NFL, it's the same way. I think people vote for the MVP sometimes a little too early, um, and I don't think I think people that think maybe just like you and I, it didn't matter if they voted at the end of the playoffs. At the end of the day, Mr. Triple Double was going to be the MVP. So I don't know, and especially if you're going to prolong the award ceremony. Why not? Why not include it through the end
0: of the playoffs? Well, I, I would agree with you more so if you just made it to where it's one award throughout the season. Instead of saying, let's do two awards, a player of the year and MVP. Maybe just make it you don't vote until then you have to do it after the finals or after the championship game because then it'll be the same problem, right? Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, they're not the award shows not coming on until after that anyway. Right. right. So, I mean, I don't know that it would be a big deal, but in the NFL, they run into the same problem. I mean, who you give the MVP to, a lot of times that's decided before the Super Bowl even happens. It is, it is. And so can you really say that? I mean, I I think many people, if they had a chance to, you know, wait, I know he missed four games last
0: year, but Tom Brady was really good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, he was really good. And, you know, this is the thing, though. Those four games do count against him because he didn't play. Absolutely. Okay? And when you look at the most valuable player – it kind of sort of has to be a regular season award because when you get into the playoffs, obviously the competition is higher. And so you don't want to hold it against somebody because their team is not good and they can't make it. They can't make a stretch in the playoffs. You can't hold that against them. Do you understand
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. And I don't, and I don't a hundred percent disagree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because I see, I see both sides. But most of the time, unfortunately, the best player on the best team is awarded the MVP. Most of the time. Most of the time. Now, people could give, you could have given the MVP to Michael Jordan every year. He didn't get as many as he probably should have. Shaquille O'Neal, one time MVP. Kobe Bryant, one. So, I don't think, I, I think sometimes the the precedent has been set where it is just based on sometimes the regular season and people who have players with more talent or maybe they have a better team, their talents or their efforts aren't as recognized as they probably should be because there's no way in the world you could tell me Kobe Bryant was only the most valuable player in this league once. Shaquille O'Neal, one time. Steve Nash, multiple times. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I just – I don't know. I don't agree with that.
0: I think, I think to make this a little bit more logical, we should just go ahead and just change the actual name of the award. The player of the year award as opposed to the most valuable player that's fair because if you say someone who's the player of the year that means who's having the best season this year right and that could be a different person each year so i think if they do that say hey this is the player of the year then everything else gets thrown out the window
1: yeah but then what are people going to chant at the free throw line though
0: P O Y, <laughs> P O Y. They can chat that. It'll take a while to catch on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's going to catch on too well. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think, gonna think do. it's going to either. MVP is MVP. I think it's all, you know, into, goes into one player of the year, MVP. It all means the same thing. If we're going to get technical about it and say the most valuable player, right, LeBron could be the most valuable player every single year. Shaq, every single year. You know, Tom Brady, every single year. Well, not really. Aaron Rodgers might have something to say about that. Yeah, I don't so. know. I don't know. I love
1: Rodgers, but he's got to he's got to win some big games. Yeah, he he's does. gonna be he's gonna be Tony Romo status here. soon. oh
0: my God, are you serious? No, he I'm has a kid. chip. I'm uh, just kidding. Okay, I wanted to make sure. So anyway, so you think it's good for the NBA this whole war show?
1: I know I, I had my reservations coming in, but after last night and after seeing it, I'm 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 all for it. I'm, yeah, I I, I give him two thumbs up and. And a lot of times it was because of the effort. I mean, I think they put forth a really, really good effort. I think there were a few hiccups, but if they can keep that crew of TNT there mm-hmm. and, and continue to get good hosts like Drake and add some, you know, some sense of humor to the whole thing, I think it was great. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was much, much better than what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. So we have also this free agency stuff going on right now too. The NBA is really a, a hot topic. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Al George – just to name a few people that more than likely are going to be on the move. They're not going to be on their former teams anymore. I'm hearing Chris Paul and San Antonio. Way too much. A, a lot. I don't, I don't like that.
1: You know, I don't like it either, but I honestly don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I really don't. I, 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 I'd feel sorry for the Spurs if they missed out because I think this is one of those make or break free agency periods for the Spurs. They're in a period of transition that they're not used to. For the past twenty years they've been okay and they knew that things are gonna be all right. And I don't think that they're going to, you know, be a lottery team all of a sudden, but I don't think the Spurs are looking at pushing sixty wins with the current the roster the way that it is right now. They've got to make some moves. Not with Kawhi Leonard? Not no, not him by himself. No. Right. No, not him by himself. I mean, they're old. They've got they've gotten really old and you know, they're big three now with I mean, Aldridge, Leonard, and who is the third one? Gasol, maybe? Tony Parker? Mm. Manu coming back possibly. I don't know. I just think that they they need to they need to go all they need to do a full court press on getting Chris Paul and by all means necessary. But I also heard that they're interested in you know getting Andre Iguodala, um, getting Iguodala to go to the Spurs. I mean that he would, would be a good fit. Well, yeah, I don't know if he'd be a better fit for the Spurs or just getting him off of Golden Golden State might be the
0: best move. Right. <laughs> right. So, but you know. He, Andre Iguodala off that team isn't going to make them all of a sudden not a championship contender either though. No, but that will hurt. That will hurt them. That will hurt
1: them coming off the bench. I mean, and well, they
0: they lost Barposa. they lost um, a couple other people. Spates, Spates you know, yeah. they, they didn't really do anything. They they have Kevin Durant, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, but I, I mean. In free agency, the Spurs and the Chris Paul—they're talking. They've heard them mentioning Chris Paul. Heard them mentioning Iguodala. I've heard them—I mean—having interest in Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, that, Gordon I,
0: Hayward would be a very nice fit for them.
1: Yeah, but I—I I mean, if 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 Hayward was, you know, had enough guts to leave a, his team in Utah, there's no way he would not go to Boston to play with his former college coach, Brad Stevens. There's no way. He's going to go to another team. The Celtics have a legit advantage over everybody else. This guy recruited him. Oh, I'm sorry. He played for him in college, and they loved each other. And and Stevens wouldn't be where he's at without Gordon Hayward. I'm mean, going to be honest with you. Maybe maybe now he would get there now, but he got there quicker because of Gordon Hayward. And I, I heard, I've heard so many things, you know, trying to make sure that I'm up to date with everything that's going on. But th- did you hear why the Celtics didn't go after – Jimmy Butler, did you hear about that?
0: No, 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 I did
1: not. So they didn't go after Jimmy Butler because they really feel, they really, really feel they have the opportunity to sign Gordon Hayward from the Jazz. And Paul George. And then make the trade to get Paul George. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. To Boston. Yeah. That's crazy
0: to me. I mean, like. You know, I, that's what I've been hearing, though. I've been hearing they're going after both. <laughs> and I think that makes sense. You, if you're going to go after one, because you're not going to beat Golden State,
1: which is. one.
0: I think they could be Cleveland with one.
1: Adding to what they have right now. Yeah.
0: If they add Paul George, let me put that, not Gordon Hayward. If they add Paul George to what they have right now, I think they can compete against the Cavs. But if you add both of them, I think they could could definitely go to the finals. I don't know. I still don't know if they can beat the Golden State Warriors, but they would definitely go to the finals with that nucleus. If
1: they could have
0: Isaiah Thomas,
1: Gordon Hayward, Paul George, Al Horford, you could add Trey to that lineup, <laughs> and we'd be—if be they added to...
0: you, bro, they would even make the playoffs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'd have a—they'd have a—they'd be a force to be reckoned with just uh, with that team alone. Right. I mean, that would be that would that would be sick. Uh, but that's—I mean, it's a—it's a huge possibility that something mm-hmm. like that could happen. Uh, and if they could do that, if they could make that happen, whew, that would be—that yeah, that would, would be, be big amazing. time.
0: It really would. It really would. Uh, where do you think uh, Blake Griffin is going to go?
1: I feel sorry for him.
0: I kind of feel sorry for him, too. I, he's been plagued with injuries. Yeah. So I think that anybody who
1: decides to take him on and, and take on that salary that he's going to command, I think they need to think about it. Mm-hmm. But, I, don't, I mean, Portland maybe. But if
0: I'm him, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm trying to go east. I think I, he might go to the Rockets, man. You think so? I think he might go to the Rockets. That'd be a good look for It would be a good fit. I'm just afraid that he's not going to stay healthy.
1: You know, I think that might work well for the Rockets because when when teams play the small ball, Capella, Nene, they kind of, they're not really good for you in that situation. Capella, not so much. I mean, I guess he could kind of fit in, but if they can go small and Blake can play the five where, you know, you match up against a team like the Warriors where Draymond is playing the five, I mean, that would be a much better look for y'all because he can get up and down the floor, he can run the floor, Lob City will still be in effect, but who you have to get rid of to get Blake Griffin is probably going to be the problem. Cause I don't know. Isn't he a free agent though? He is, but I I, I don't know if, if like a sign and trade would be a possibility or if, if that's, what's going to make sense for you guys to get him. Because I mean, I've heard Patrick Beverly's available, Lou Williams, who I think getting rid of Lou Williams is going to be a huge mistake. Um, You can't get rid of both of them. Uh, so that, those are the things I think the the that are in front of the Rockets that they need to
0: think about. Yeah. I don't think they can get rid of what, Lou Williams is okay, but we have Eric Gordon, who was the sixth man of the year. Being anyway, out Lou Williams. Yeah, being out Lou Williams, which is kind of odd. But I, I think it would be okay to get rid of Lou Williams. Um, I do like Patrick Beverly on this team. He gives them this, this grit, you know, that the Rockets need. You take him off that team, I think they're going to lose a lot. But Blake on the Rockets, I don't – I think they're trying to go for Paul George. Everybody is. Everybody's trying to go for Paul George. Paul George isn't coming to Houston, brother. If he did he's not. If he did, if he did it would what? definitely be a one year rental kind of thing. Oh yeah. Because sure. I don't think he would want to he wants to go to LA. It's either gonna be LA or Cleveland. If he goes to Cleveland and they go to the finals and they win a chip, he's gonna stay in Cleveland. No. I know. I, I think LeBron, LeBron <laughs> if he plays with LeBron and they win a chip, I think he's gonna stay there. I don't see why would he wanna go to play with Lonzo Ball? And the rest of them in L. A.
1: He's got something. He wants to go home, and he's got something to prove as well. He doesn't want to be that guy that people like us talk about all the time, coattailing, riding someone's coattail. He wants to
0: be the man. But he's not going to be the man in L. A. Who will be? Who will be? Well, if if he goes to L. A., they're going to be what at the most three seed, and they're still going to lose to Golden State anyway. And then Lonzo Ball has to develop. How long is that going to take? He's basically going to be what Kobe Bryant was before Paul George got there.
1: Yeah, but Kobe Bryant, the players that Kobe Bryant had around him compared to what Paul George will have around him now and how those players have developed will be night and day.
0: It's just Lonzo Ball, though. That's it.
1: Jordan Clarkson is the truth. Jordan Clarkson is a very good basketball player. I'm just being honest with you. He, He can get you 18 to 20 a game. Julius Randle will learn how to play in this system better. He's continuing to develop. Um, Lopez at center now. I mean, there, it, it's going to be it's going to be Kobe Bryant didn't have this much talent on the Lakers when he. So was how
0: there. long before they win a championship? Championship.
1: I, I'll give them. I'll just say this. I think they they could honestly be playing if they get a couple of free agents. I think they could be playing for in the Western Conference Final
0: in four years. I I can't see that. I mean, I'm, if I'm Paul George, right? If I go to the West, I have the Rockets. I have San Antonio. I have Golden State. And then whatever develops with all these free agents, there could be a couple of other teams getting in my way. As opposed to in the Eastern Conference, if I play with LeBron, you can be looking at going to the finals every single year until further notice. Why would I, if I'm really thinking about my legacy, why would I go to the West where I probably won't win a championship? Anytime soon And then I have to wait For these young guys To develop Who knows what Lonzo Ball Is going to turn into He might be a Complete disaster Then you're there By yourself Maybe Unless Russell Westbrook Decides to go to LA Mm -hmm. Which you know
1: It's possible That's
0: possible But then you still Have that option You should go to Cleveland first Weak move right That's a weak move no, no, no. I I knew you were gonna bring this up. I knew you were gonna bring this up. Now let's let's be let's make sure we know that I did not say that it was a weak move. I'm with Someone else here that was on our show said it was a weak move. I said it was the easy move to make. So going to Cleveland would be the easy route for for Paul George. For Paul George, it would be the easier route. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Just making sure. No, no, it would be the easier route. You know, it would be tough. The toughest decision for him to make would be staying in Indiana, which would be stupid to me. Mm-hmm. They're going nowhere. And then, you know, to go to L.A., you know, he would be there as part of one of the the main pieces to make that organization great again. And I can see the interest in that. But if I'm Paul George, I'm trying to go to Cleveland. Okay, so I don't
1: know that he's going to be able to go to Cleveland. I don't know that the parts are going to move the way that they need them to move, and the pieces won't fall into place that way. But if you go to any other team in the East, you're really dealing with a stacked Celtics team because the Celtics are if they can't the Celtics are not stacked they will be if they can't get George and Hayward they're talking about they might not
0: get either or I know but Blake Griffin is in the picture if they get Blake Griffin they're not they're still not stacked if they get Blake Griffin that team changes drastically no it does not if they they they
1: win they take Cleveland to six to seven games I guarantee With Blake Griffin With Blake Griffin With the
0: exact team They have right now With Blake Griffin Yes they will You're take, putting too much Stock into Blake Griffin I'm not
1: I'm just telling you The type of basketball They'll be able to play They, they won't With Al Horford Blake Griffin Avery Bradley And Isaiah Thomas Together that is, That's going
0: to if be If you trouble. put Blake Griffin On that Boston Celtic team Last year Going into that series Against Cleveland What's the outcome?
1: This past year? Yes. I, I think
0: that that series probably goes six or seven games? No way. Easy. Absolutely not. It went five without not him. With, not with Blake Griffin. It no, went no, five no, no, without no. him. Blake Griffin's not going to do anything for that team. You don't team. think they helped him win that game. Chris, one Paul, game? Chris Paul makes DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin look way better than what they actually are. Okay. Now, Blake Griffin, mind you, the injury problems did stunt his growth because there was a period of time where he was actually looking pretty good. Okay? Then he got hurt. After he got hurt, he declined a little bit. And I don't know if he's going to actually really get back to getting to a point where I can say this guy's going to be a superstar. So you mean to tell me
1: the way that they started playing Isaiah Thomas in that series and started doubling him as soon as he got across the midcourt, you're going to leave Kevin Love one on one with Blake Griffin or you're going to you're going to play that trapping defense? And who's going to guard Griffin? Who's going to guard him? You make it sound like Blake Griffin is like a great one-on-one player. I'm not, but he won't be playing one-on-one. And then that would force you to go back to playing one-on-one with Isaiah Thomas. Now, you can't trap Isaiah Thomas because if you throw the ball to the basket, Love's not jumping with him. Tristan Thompson's not jumping with him. You got lob city all over again. Then you go back to playing one-on-one with Isaiah Thomas, and now the game is back even. That series changed when Cleveland started trapping Isaiah Thomas. He's 5'8", maybe. And he couldn't get the ball to anybody else, but with with love out there, Bradley out there, I think. is And then you throw in someone like Gordon Hayward as well. Come so on, so you're man.
0: throwing love into the equation. No, I'm you're... saying love is
1: guarding out, playing defense oh, okay, on okay. him.
0: Not gonna happen. But if
1: you if you, I don't. I'm telling you this, and and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But they're going to get Hayward and Griffin or Hayward and George. That's what I'm just telling you. Hayward will be a sellout. Now, whether they get Paul George or Blake Griffin, that remains to be seen. But if you still throw in Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Gordon Hayward, Blake Griffin, and Al Horford, who has a better starting five, one through five, than that? Well,
0: now you're saying Gordon Hayward into the equation, I do like the combination of Gordon Hayward and Blake Griffin. But if you just throw Blake Griffin in there by himself. He He can help them get a win. What's a win, though? I'm just... I, I i don't believe that. I, I don't. Okay. I don't think he helps him get a win. During the, uh, the course of him playing in L.A. with the Clippers, there was a moment when Chris Paul got hurt where he looked like he was about to go from being an all-star to a superstar. But then he got hurt, and that all derailed. I cannot look at Blake Griffin as someone that you put on your team, and then you automatically— that he automatically gets you over the hump. I just I just can't see it. Because that's why I don't want him to be on the Rockets. I don't really look at him as someone that, okay, now we have him. Now all of a sudden the Rockets are going to be competing with Golden State. It's not going to happen. Right,
1: I don't think that that's what y'all need though. Y'all don't need a Blake Griffin. No, we don't. We don't. But the the Celtics could use somebody like that. If you could play Horford at the center all the time and, and, and you're pairing him with Blake Griffin, I mean, I don't know. You would literally have... Five all stars on the floor, and Literally. you're saying this with
0: with Gordon
1: Hayward, though. No? With Gordon Hayward, okay, okay, yeah, okay, they okay, would okay. have five all stars on the floor. They would they would not be another team
0: in the NBA with a better starting five than the Boston, Boston no, I, Celtics. I agree with that. With Gordon Hayward, okay, right. I I agree with that. Um, but if they were able to get Gordon Hayward and Paul George, that's a much that better would be look. Better. Absolutely, yeah, a much better look than getting Blake Griffin. I'm I'm not too high on Blake Griffin. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm
1: not I'm not his biggest fan, but I just think that he, I mean, in the right system, I think he'd be okay. And then you got them in Cleveland for the next few years. I mean, let's not forget, LeBron James has played, what, 17 seasons in the NBA? Mm-hmm. He's not a young puppy, you right. know? I mean, he's not a young puppy. So he's he's got some mileage on him. And I, and I think sometimes we're giving them a little bit too much credit uh, and thinking that they're going to dominate for years to come. I don't know that that's going to be the case. So no, I think right. Boston stacking chips, if Blake Griffin doesn't go to to Boston, you're looking at maybe Hayward or Griffin or somebody going to South Beach to pair with like Hassan Whiteside or something like that. Um, they're, they're not going to win an NBA championship, mm-hmm. but I think some of these teams need these free agents to kind of split up uh, to, to not have other teams become even better than what they already are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm worried about, are not worried, concerned about Chris Paul, where he's going to go. I think he does make a big difference anywhere he goes. Gordon Hayward will make a significant difference anywhere he goes, depending on the team. And those are really the only two players I can look at right now. And, of course, Paul George. He's make a huge difference anywhere that he goes. But those are the only three players I look at and say, they really make this, these teams better. What about this? You know,
1: Dwayne Wade opted into his contract before – Jimmy Butler was released, so he said he was going back to Chicago with the assumption that Jimmy Butler was going to be there. Now that Jimmy Butler is not there, there's talks that going to Cleveland. He might opt out. Now he'd have to give back some of the money that he that he took. And I don't know if you remember the banana boat picture, but the banana boat picture had I've tried to avoid that Look Wade, <laughs> Paul, and LeBron mm. all together. And they're best of friends on and off the court, and with Jimmy Butler in Chicago now, that trade may be bigger than what many people thought. If you get Wade and Chris Paul to join LeBron in Cleveland, Kyrie's gone, Kevin Love is gone, but still they're playing to win right now. That team could stay together for the next three or four years. I would
0: not get rid of Kyrie Irving.
1: They're not. If you can't Chris have Paul. Chris Paul and Irving. No,
0: you can't. But I. I think LeBron James is a better fit with Kyrie Irving as opposed to with Chris Paul. Chris Paul, and that's why I don't like Chris Paul in San Antonio either. He dominates the ball, the basketball. He needs the ball in his hands. And I don't see how he will fit into San Antonio's system that way. On the other side, him playing alongside LeBron James, LeBron James has the ball a lot in his hands too. He's a facilitator on that team. He's the passer on that team. So I don't know, really know how Chris Paul would fit in.
1: I think it would help LeBron. You know, people were – and I was one of his biggest critics when it came down to the playoffs and said how, how tired he was getting, how sluggish he looked, and how slow he's running up and down the court. If he doesn't have to be on the floor all the time because he's got Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul out there handling business, Chris Paul bringing the ball up and down the court, he'd probably sit out more games than what he does already. Right. And it would take a lot of time. I mean, it would take a lot of, you know – Wear and tear off of his body if Chris Paul is doing that, so I don't think LeBron's gonna have a big deal with that. But I, I, I'm keeping my eye on Chicago because I'm I'm curious to see what Dwayne Wade does. I know he's back home, but without Butler, what are the Bulls really gonna do? Mm. I mean, Zach Levine, I love him, I like him a lot. But
0: I'm, do you do you think that Jimmy Butler leaves Chicago if Rajon Rondo doesn't get hurt last year? Probably not, because they they might have won that series last they, year. Yeah, they easy. were up zero easy. And then Rondo got hurt. And if they somehow beat the Celtics, go on to the next round, drew Butler is probably still a Chicago Bull. Probably. So probably. That's, that's pretty interesting too in
1: itself. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that pans out. And, and hopefully Rondo gets back. I think, you know, I actually thought about him last night when I saw Draymond walk up in those suits. I know he wore the short sleeve suit, but Draymond right. came up with those shorts. Man, right. I thought that was John Rondo all over
0: again,
1: all over again. Man, those
0: things are so ugly, man. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: I just I just want to you know point out I'm loving loving the Texans hat you have on right now, Dre. Please, I don't have a Texans hat. That's not that's Texas? the Rangers. Oh, I just saw a big T there. I thought it was a Texans hat.
1: That's the Raiders. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I do, I do have one. I'll have to wear it next time. I'll have to okay. wear it next time. I have to wear it next time i do not hate, I don't hate on the the Texans, man. I don't hate on them. Oh my God. The Rockets, that's a different story. But you know, why well, would you hate on the Rockets though? You know,
0: they, they've won championships.
1: I don't hate the Rockets. I just like, I just like, you know, giving my friends out of Rockets fans a, a hard time. But mm-hmm. the Texans, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be in Houston during this time of year. Knowing what the Texans have have in front of them, right. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm looking to. I'm looking forward to reporting on them and talking about them. Hopefully, we get a chance to to see a lot of the games and and, and provide feedback about it. But I'm my expectations aren't very high. Eight Why and, eight and eight, nine and seven?
0: That might be good enough to win the division. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, so. do you want to? That's all
1: you want to do is win the division?
0: Well, if it gets us to the playoffs, sure. Anything happening the, in the playoffs? We have the best defense in the league. Yeah. So So you want more than one playoff win though? Yeah. As long as you get into the playoffs, anything's possible. So do the do the
1: Texans have a playoff win in their history? Have yes. They won? last yes. year?
0: Was it last year's? The Raiders. They beat the
1: Raiders. Beat the Ra- oh, yeah, it was the first playoff win in history, right? No. I thought that was their first playoff win. No, no. no. Have you have
0: you heard of the Cincinnati Bengals? N- no. They
1: beat the Bengals in the playoffs?
0: Yes. Oh, so they have two playoff wins now. <laughs> I... I, I I want to say it's more than that. But I know they beat Cincinnati, and I know that they beat um, the Raiders last year. So okay, off the top of my head, I can't think of any others. But, okay. yeah, you know, I'll take those two.
1: Hey, that's that's two more than my man Tony Romo. Well, one more than my man Tony Romo got. So I'm oh, not goodness. hating on that. I'm just, not hating you, on you that. You really, really hate Tony Romo. I'm just glad he's in the broadcast. As long as he doesn't pull out a, you know, a Brett Favre, then I'll be happy. He's not
0: coming back. He better not. He's not. He better not. He's not. He 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 seems very disinterested in playing in the NFL. Why would he leave? Like I, I was pretty disappointed that he left in the first place to go to broadcast booths, and the reasoning behind it was because the job was such a great job to take. Why not take it? So I kind of was disappointed in that reason alone. Like, right? would rather do that than pursue. A championship, you better do that than build on your legacy. So, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. It looks like
1: you guys have owned the Bengals in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so Did we
0: play them twice?
1: Yeah, you beat them twice. It looks okay. Like. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I knew it was so more that, than
1: one. So that's good. That's good. Oh, I apologize. I stand correct. So oh, maybe, this year maybe this year they'll get another one.
0: With Deshaun Watson at the helm. I hope so. Game four. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's when going to be in there? Yeah. Game four. I, I over under. I think it's going to be a little bit longer. I think it's gonna be about game six. It'll be too late. It'd be out of playoff contention. Why do you keep on saying okay, that? I told you. I'm just
1: telling you. They, in it, that
0: division, there's no way. There's no way. Who's gonna be in the lead? Andrew, Tennessee. What, Tennessee? Andrew, Tennessee's gonna be six and
1: zero. Tennessee's gonna be really good. They Are they sign, gonna be six and zero? They signed Decker. They they they're gonna be. Mariota's gonna have a better receiving core than he's had in the past. Andrew Luck is not going to have another season like he had last year.
0: But with that defense, Indianapolis. They are, you're all, you're always in the game playing against them, so I, I, I'm not really afraid of them. I'm not. I'm more afraid of Tennessee.
1: So you better have the highest scoring defense in the NFL with the way with Savage back there. I'm just I'm just being honest with you. you. They better have the highest scoring defense in the NFL, or they're going to be in trouble until my man number four gets back there. That's when
0: that's when things will change for them.
1: That's why I'm saying week four because if it's much later than that. Katie by the dough
0: I, I can't see it in six games bro they'll still be in contention six games okay. it might, the, that division might go down to the wire it might come down to the last not week not this year yeah this ah year. you're crazy I'm just being honest <laughs> I'm being honest you heard it here first so we went from play NBA awards to now we're talking about NFL wow it's a it's 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 almost July
1: how can right. you not talk about the NFL it's July
0: cause it's July man a lot can happen between now and the beginning of the NFL season. You know, it, the NBA, now that the
1: awards are over with, until July 1st, midnight, the mm. NBA is just, it's it's all, we're just going to sit here and, and speculate a bunch of stuff, which is cool, which is fun, which keeps this stuff like this interesting. But until July 1st, when, you know, the Lakers signed Timothy Mozgov, Timothy Mozgov at 12 5 and mm-hmm. make one of the worst contracts in NBA history, right. that's, that's when it's all going to start. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to see stuff. We're not going to have stuff long drawn out. July 1st, that's when we're going to find out some stuff. But right now, if the world's not talking about the Dallas Cowboys, they're wasting their breath. I mean, I think that right now, the, the, since free agencies <laughs> is, is pending, uh, right now, everyone should be talking about the Dallas Cowboys.
0: And I'm, and how they're going to choke again in the playoffs? No, not this year.
1: Mm-mm.
0: You said not this her, year. Your facial expression was just so stern and strict. <laughs> not this year, because
1: I believe it. I'm I'm speaking it into existence, like my main man LeVar. So won. if
0: everybody just speaks everything into existence, then everything will happen. Possibly, basically.
1: it just depends on the conviction that you have. The conviction that you have. Yeah, and I'm telling you, the Cowboys are going to have a great season. They're going to have an amazing season. I think they'll they'll close out. The NFC East by the beginning of December, it'll be a wrap. It'll be a wrap. <laughs> we'll win our division by then. We'll coast into the playoffs, and man, Minnesota gonna be—it's gonna be cold, but we'll be indoors in the Super Bowl. They better not face Aaron Rodgers again. we—we're uh, we, we're ready for him. We're ready for him. I'm doing my LeVar ball, and I'm speaking it into
0: existence. The—the the thing that's holding the Cowboys back right now is that defense. We're gonna be I have—I have no faith in y'all's guys' defense. Yeah, I mean zero. Yeah, but
1: our, people said that last year, and our defense actually helped win a few games for us. But they lost the playoff game. They did. They did. We, we should have won that game. We I don't go as far as saying that, but. It was a crazy, crazy field goal attempt for him to be able to hit mm-hmm. to, to win that game. But we're going to be good, man. We're going to be really good. I'm nervous about football season, though. I mean, just as a fan, you know, we've been talking about, you know, fantasy football and how I'm going to kill you in fantasy football this year. This, in your dreams, buddy. This year is going to be exciting. <laughs> I, I think that, I think as fans, I, I think that we should probably just sit back in and really relish in what we're getting ready to see. I think we've got a lot of stars. We have more stars now than we've, in my opinion, than we've had in recent years. There's going to be a lot of parody in the NFL. I mean, Adrian Peterson in New Orleans, what's going to happen there? Will he be healthy enough to make a difference for Drew Brees? Drew Brees has never really been able to since – LaDaly and Thomason like to be able to turn around and hand the ball off to anybody like this, right? And that was, I think, Thomason's end of his career, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but did they play together in the beginning of his career, though? Or was that the, the end, end of, I think, the beginning of Drew Brees' career, yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the end of Thomason's, right? Career. Right, right, right. But, uh, I mean, that's going to make a big difference. You know, we've talked about some of the moves on, on some of our previous shows, but that, that New Orleans, they're interesting to me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, are going yeah. to be a sleeper.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even know if they're really sleepers anymore. Yeah, Amazing. I think I, I like Jameis Winston a lot. Yes. Crab, I really legs. Do. crab, <laughs> crab legs. I really do. So. I think he's going to be the next big thing in the league. I might even get him on my fantasy football team next year. Just, <laughs> I, drafted, just him. I folder, drafted him as a rookie. Folder, so I think I liked him a lot. I yeah. like Tampa I like the Texans. I don't care what you say. I do like the Texans. I like the Texans. Yeah, I like, I like Tennessee.
1: They scare me a lot. They're going to be really good. You yeah. know who else? The Panthers are going to be better, too. They signed Christian McCaffrey as well. Their running game is going to be better than what they've seen. They're going to have a legit weapon that Cam Newton can actually dump the ball off to and let him go to work. He hasn't really had that.
0: Right. He hasn't really had that. I have a love-hate relationship with Cam Newton. <laughs> I really do. It's, you know, the year they went to the Bowl, I was really high on Cam. And, you know, the following year, it was like night and day. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Who who is this guy? I had Cam Newton on my fantasy football team last year, and he almost lost it for me, basically. <laughs> draft him this year. I'm not going to draft him this year, you know. And I think he had a lot of injury p- problems last year, too. Yes. But he just looks like he should – it's almost like what you say about LeBron and Shaq. Like, he should be a lot better than what he is. Absolutely. He should be going – to Super Bowl every year but you know football is the ultimate team sport so I really can't say that but I just don't feel like he's lived up to his full potential yet
1: no I agree I agree and I, and I think this is going to be a chance for him to come out and, and make things happen but I mean the Dolphins showed flashes of greatness last year but Tannehill going down hurt them the Dolphins are not going to be a bad football team the Dolphins are the Dolphins though I think a lot of people think that they're like the Mavericks in my opinion of the of the NBA they're good but you're not really scared of yeah, them yeah they're, they're I'm not afraid of
0: them at all. They're going to be a good football team. What but, is good? The, playoffs? Yeah. You're saying playoffs right now, mm-hmm. on a record. Mm-hmm. What's today's date? <laughs> <It's> on, <laughs> June 27th. On this day, June 27th. said, the Miami Dolphins will well, be like in the, the playoffs. playoffs. I'm
1: just telling you right now. I just, if, Tannehill, if Tannehill can stay healthy. Uh, Tannehill is garbage, bro. Okay. So I'm telling you right now, in the AFC, you got the Raiders. They'll make the playoffs. Okay. The Patriots. Okay. We'll make the playoffs. Okay. Somebody's got to come out of the AFC West, and I believe it will be the, as a wild card, the Chiefs. They'll make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, the winner of the, the AFC South, one of those have to make one the One of playoffs. them, right? One of them. So one of them four. And then you're looking at someone like the Dolphins uh, at five. I'm just, I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest with you. They, 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 I, I honestly believe that they're going to be they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And then Tennessee, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the AFC if we got two from each.
0: So we we have the Texans and we have the Titans. Then we have of course the Patriots. Then we're, we have the Raiders and the Chiefs. Don't forget about Pittsburgh. So
1: Pittsburgh will win. So the the Titans or the Texans will be out. One of them two.
0: Okay i just I just do not like the dolphins i i can't I can never make a bet right now if I told you right now a hundred dollars I maybe mean, dolphins going to the playoffs, you would put that on the line
1: opposed to like maybe someone like the Texans I can't just take the dolphins against the house. that's not fair
0: just if they're going you just said they're going to the playoffs next year. that's what you said right now. you said they're going to be a playoff team
1: yes i I would take that i would oh. ta- i would take that i would I would make that bet. I'll make that bet. It'd probably pay pretty good odds too, uh, but I will say I will take that bet.
0: I I, I could never put my trust in the, the Dolphins ever, especially with Tannehill at the helm. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna see.
1: I think I think you're in for you're in for a shot. And you can say you heard it from me first.
0: Okay, once we play the show where the playoffs start in the NFL and the Dolphins are not in the playoffs, I will definitely play this clip first <laughs> did, please do please do did, uh, yeah
1: please do you know we've they the dolphin i shouldn't say we but the dolphins have they've uh, did, well, i want to say they beat the patriots last year
0: did they you don't even know i'm pretty sure they did i'm pretty sure they did did they yep i don't know it didn't even really matter it doesn't matter they the the patriots lose to buffalo sometimes it doesn't matter that's true. It doesn't matter. That's true. You know, they we're, we're going to see. Remember, I told you, mark the tape. I,
1: I will mark. the tape. I definitely will.
0: <laughs> when they start off over five, uh, I'm sure I'll hear about it. So yeah, I guess you know we had to talk about NFL talk, so but it's July, man. It's Texas. It's too early, man. Oh no, it is Texas though. Yeah, their football. 365 days <laughs> of the year absolutely all the time all kinds of football <laughs> that's right y- youth league football <laughs> high school football college football <laughs> intramural everything. flag football right, You name right it. right it's, right, it's, it's right.
1: texas the football texas. capital of the world of the world <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.